All right, y'all, we're back with the Flex Squad podcast. We got my boy, White Marshmallow Mark Amon. What up, y'all? The Wolverine gangbanger, Ramuswami Anomaly. And bring him out, bring him out. Fantasy Whack-A-Mole, HG Gopal. How you doing, buddy? Good. Dude, feeling fantastic after, uh, after this last week. That's what I like to hear. Uh, so let's just start off and, uh, and call it what it is. The last week wasn't a great week. But it wasn't a brutal week by any means. Um, so I wanna I wanna kick it off by recapping, you know, our bets from the last week. See how we did. See who's on the leaderboard, and uh, something we're gonna keep track of the rest of the season to see uh, who really knows what they're talking about. So in last place, going over two on bets, we got HG Gopal Fantasy Whack a Mole. You uh, you missed. Uh, you lost your Falcons bet on the under. You uh, missed on Cowboys Giants um, in the sense that it was a wash, so no money lost there, no harm, no foul. Uh, you lost on the cards, and then you said stay away from Eagles Browns. So that might have been your best call of the day, is just to stay away and keep the money in your pocket. Yep, I should have done it for all four events. That yeah, that would have lent you at a at an even o for o and kicked you off uh, fresh for the second week. In uh, third place, we got myself climbing out of a hole, but you know got a W on the board, so that's what counts. I went one and two, losing the uh, losing the Falcons bet, a wash on the Giants Cowboys, losing the Pats Cardinals, but then winning that Eagles Browns because I know how to bet the Eagles. That's uh, that's my takeaway. Just take the Eagles every time, every week. Right? Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Carson Wentz is not the future. Uh, in second place, we got shocker, 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 Ramu Swami Anomaly do a little dance, even though people can't see it. <laughs> um, not so good of a call on the Falcons. Um, decent call on the uh, no, or sorry, not so good of a call on the Giants Cowboys, but then a good call on Pat's Cardinals, and then a, a good call on the both sides of the Eagles Browns. So well done. Uh, yeah, I like it. I like it. And then uh, Mark Amon somehow the one that has an exploited uh, negative balance Bovado account ends up three and one for the week. For clarification, Bovado will not let you carry a negative account, so my account is uh, firmly at zero currently. Ah, interesting. Okay. Congrats, Mark. <laughs> Good job, Mark. <laughs> so uh, this week, I want to go over. Uh, let's do, we're gonna do five NFL games and then uh, finish it off with a little college action to to wrap up our podcast. So let's get right into it. Hold on, let, let me jump in here for a minute. I just I just want to ask a question. What what are these games we are picking this week? I mean, <laughs> yeah, is this like this week's games are horrible. I mean, is this like mid-major NFL week? Like, here here's the real bet. Over under one and a half of these teams make the playoffs this year. We're picking five games. I'm taking the under. I think <laughs> it's because we're catering to our audience. That's the key. We got Cowboys fans. We got Falcons fans. We got Eagles fans. We should probably change up the games we're picking. You I might told be right. you before this podcast started, I don't want to do any more Falcons bets. I'm done with betting on the Falcons. Yeah, honestly, I think Florida State will make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> At least one of these teams. Yeah, that's true. If you include the college games, we'll probably be over the one and a half. Yeah, we're probably way over the one and a half. Ohio State and Florida State, easy, easy money. Yeah, fair point, fair point. Well... We'll, uh, maybe we'll mix it up for week uh, for week three, but for now, we are where we are. Here's what we got. Cowboys Redskins, minus two and a half, over under 45.5. Let me hear what you got to say, Ramuswam Anomaly. What, what, sorry, which game are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know. Off to a great start. 
Mid-major game number one, what? Cowboys at Redskins. Redskins favored by two and a half. They both lost last week. Over okay, under 45 and a half. I got it. I got, okay, okay, we got it. Oh, oh we're, we're here? Okay. Where are my notes? I just said, see, where are my notes? So uh, this is, I don't actually know the history of this rivalry, but apparently this is a pretty big rivalry. So if anybody wants to clue me in on what the, the hell is going on here. but uh, They've um, only been in the same division for like the last 40 years. So yes, that would classify itself as a rivalry. Also, Cowboys and Indians. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like Cowboys and Indians. Like the game you used to play when you were young, it was derived from the Cowboys and Redskins um, and they, rivalry. And they share a commonality that both their fans are racist. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so I was just doing a little uh, little research on the, the Twitter sphere, and apparently, uh, Cowboys um, Redskins rookie linebacker Sua Cravens. Uh, is not taking phone calls from his mama, who is a Cowboys fan. So this dude, his mama calls, and this dude goes, I'm not talking to my mom, I don't talk to Cowboys. That guy's got spunk, pizzazz, focus, intuition, expedition, all of the dishes. And all, the, the other thing is, so the matchup here that I'm looking at is Des Bryant and Josh Norman. Wait, but wait, that assumes, that assumes Josh Norman's ever even going to try to guard Des Bryant. Which yeah, why, why would he even think they, about that? They learned, they learned from last game after that failed attempt at, at leading Antonio Brown on the side to do his own thing against, uh, against Brilliant. They, they learned from that. They're not going to make that mistake again. I'm going to see Des versus Josh. They're going to make that work. I'm going Redskins cover the two and a half spread. Okay, all right. I like that uh, somewhat discreet analysis on the middle linebacker. Hari Gopal, what are you thinking? Uh, this, uh, so I, I lost a little bit of money last week and I partially blame it on the fact I was very busy. I didn't have time to do research. Uh, but this week I did a little bit of research and my research says, uh, do not bet on this game. Uh, both of these teams are not good. Uh, Washington can't run the ball. Uh, last week, I think they had 24 plus 23 plus eight rushing yards. So I don't know, less than 70 rushing yards. Yeah, you're definitely uh, an NBA school with that math. I see how I see how the GMAT listen, worked out so I, well for it's you. All, it's all about generalization. It's all about general numbers. Uh, they were under 70 rushing yards. Dallas was not great because clearly they don't know when to get out of bounds. Uh, I don't know if any. They were They actually, I, I talked to Jason Garrett. He actually ran that drill all day today in practice. It was, uh, it was called the wide receiver out and get out of bounds drill where they just um, threw their... Yeah. Directly to Cole Beasley said get out of bounds. <laughs> Terrence Williams had to run it a couple of times. You understand why. Um, so yeah. I think they're going to be better at that this week. I really do. I just uh, – the only prediction I can give you is that under 10,000 people will tune in and watch this game. So go ahead and uh, scratch this one off your board. Okay, fair enough. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chime in here and say it kills, kills, kills me to say this. But the Redskins – are actually four and one against the spread in their last five games against division opponents. And when you go 0 and two, everyone knows this, you don't make the playoffs in the NFL. I think the Redskins somehow climb out of this and are in the playoff discussion. So it kills me to say this. I take the Redskins minus two and a half. It is unfortunate, but the Cowboys just don't have any luck ever with Jerry Jones as their owner. So give me the Redskins minus two and a half. Mark, what you got? Yo. Have you all seen these color rush jerseys that the Cowboys oh. have? Oh, thank you, Harley. Very sick. Wow, Very that, that was an incredible tra- that was an incredible transition. So, oh yeah. So co- a, coming into this week, color is a what's a color matching? Is that what it's called? It's yeah, called J color, J color matching. So, so coming into this week, color match. 
what is that for? Is that is that for some kind of awareness? <laughs> yeah. Color it's, awareness. It's uh yeah, September September is Nike Awareness Month. Right. Oh wow. Coming in this week and picking this garbage heap of games, I had a I had a predetermined tiebreaker, um, and that was gonna be how much how much I was feeling, how much I was vibing to these color rush jerseys that the NFL dropped this week. So I pulled up the NFC East, and you know, the Redskins got Trent Williams out here looking like a big pile of ketchup and mustard. <laughs> All yellow, splash of red. I don't know what they're doing, man. It's yeah. like it's like remove filling out a hot dog bun. Yeah, I'll I'll give it to the Cowboys. The jerseys are fine. They're pretty much just their normal white jerseys. Um, they did have Mark, ter- Mark, Mark Wood related back to food, <laughs> especially hot dogs for that matter. Yeah, man, hot dogs. I'm not I'm not saying he's out of shape, but I'm not. He's he's a shape. I'm a shape. He's been running. I've been training, remove. I'm just kidding. No, I haven't. Anyway, long story short, Cowboys jerseys suck less than the Redskins. I'm taking the Cowboys. Give me two and a half points. Both, both these teams are trash. Woo-hoo. It doesn't matter. It's a toss-up. Oh, man. I may have to change my pick. Never mind. I don't have faith in the Cowboys. I just need a, so a little logistical question for the scheduling. Are they going to have uh, Gruden do the announcing for this game? Is that, or does he only no, this is, a, this is a noon game on Sunday. Gruden only does the Monday night games. Because that was great. That was great. Watch him try to comment on his brother and just, just fumbling like he always does. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's gonna be not too different from what I expect to see from the Redskins running game, which is a lot of fumbling. So let's move on. We have the Falcons at the Raiders, favored by four and a half. Over under forty nine and a half. Mark Amons, give me something interesting. How are their color rush jerseys looking? So I'm, this one I have some actual rationale for, and that is uh, I trust neither of these teams to to actually win a game. Uh, if my life depended on it. I also trust that neither of these defenses are ever going to stop anybody. Um, so with that, I think the only way you go in this one is you take over 49 and a half points. I mean, honestly, if that number is 59, I'm thinking about taking the over. Like, this is going to be stupid. There's, there's no defense in this game. It's going to be a track meet. Get your popcorn ready to quote Samin Adwani. Let's yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, okay. Hari Gopal, this is your... This is your team, the Falcons, the team of destiny, the team with the new stadium next year, the team with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, the number one, two passing QB to wide receiver in the nation. What you got? Yeah, uh, so here, here's an interesting fact. The line was previously uh, a three-point favorite for Oakland, and the money has moved so heavily on Oakland it's moved up to five. Uh, I don't think Oakland wins. I mean, I think at three, I – agree with mark it's you might as well play the over under and you play the over um but at five i don't think oakland is five points better than atlanta i mean atlanta's not good right I, i'm not i'm not getting any bones about it but is oakland five points better i i can't buy it i, I think atlanta has a bounce back week i think we're we can't be any worse than we were last week uh and even then we uh, were in it until the very end um give me atlanta uh for the upset this week uh, and maybe, yeah, let's go ahead and say it. Take us on the money line, too. Woo-hoo! I would be straight up to win. Woo! Uh, let's, uh, let's beat the Raiders this week. Okay. It seems, it seems like your uh, – Your stop, stop, stop. As soon as you say the Braves, I have to cut you off. As soon as, say, as soon as you say the Braves. Atlanta United is about to come through Okay. champions. Well, let, let, let's kick it over to your uh, co-patriot, the other Falcons fan on this podcast, Ramu Swam, what do you think about this game? Um, so I don't know if you guys saw the uh, the Raiders Saints game. Uh, Derek Carr actually looked re- so like my like 
like Fall Out Boy's best song. This guy's gonna light it up again. Um, <laughs> good against New Orleans, and he should he should receive um, on a very weak Falcons D. And I think Ryan's gonna struggle on uh, behind a poor Falcons line. So so I I have, I have a he was triple... list. No, no, I, okay, I have no, one wait, argument. Wait, wait, what? Say what? What? Is that Matt Ryan wasn't what? horrible? What was that? Matt Ryan wasn't horrible last week. The defense was horrible last week, but Matt Ryan was decent. I wasn't saying that Matt Ryan was bad. I don't think the Falcons have a good line. All I heard this offense completely beefed up our our, our O-line. Did we? It didn't look great. There were still sacks coming in. That's true. time to throw, though. No, but the the thing is, they had no running game, right? Like, speaking of which, talk about number one fantasy bust possibly this year, Devontae Freeman. But continuing on, like, Tevin Coleman got the majority of his yards on that huge passing play in the second quarter. So I I do agree in a sense that, like, their line held up in pass protection, but you also kept in Jacob Tammy on a ton of those pass attempts. So Khalil Mack, you know, fine. He may be ineffective in the passing game, but you're not going to be able to run the ball, and Derek Carr's going to score points. Is that where you're going with this, Ramil? I, I wasn't sure if you were going to do your bet or if you are going to give me my time. I was going to give you your time. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay, my bad. Sensitive sure. feelings no, so on this podcast. I have, I, have a couple, I have a couple things also. So last week also we saw Sanu beat out Jones in receiving yards. I think that's a trend that may continue as Jones continues to get double teamed. So I have a, I have a triple parlay, but you can take <laughs> the last one. I you, got a triple parlay. You can what the last one? I got Carr beating Ryan in passing yards. Okay. I got Sanu beating Jones in receiving yards. And I got Raiders covering the spread. <laughs> okay. All right. This well, is this well, not going to happen. Oh, and that's, I put, I'm putting $200 on that bet. The max. <laughs> that's the max. That's the, that's max. the max you can bet. That's a max that's contract. The system we discussed in the pre-show. That's the max. <laughs> uh, first of all, that's not the max. That's just three bets. We'll uh, we'll we'll chalk it up and we'll calculate it out uh, for next week. But that seems like a silly bet. All right. Well, on my end, here's what I'm thinking. I think the defense has improved, and 49.5 is really really high. Like the Raiders have come into the season with a ton of hype about their defense, about how good they're supposed to be. Khalil Mack is up there with Defensive Player of the Year talks. I think. Even though they went off, it was an indoor stadium at the Saints. They had to keep up with the Saints. And with in my mind, I don't think the Falcons' offense is anywhere near as good as the Saints. So give me the under on 49.5. I don't think it's going to be that high scoring. Wow. Okay. Listen, when you guys are all uh, losing this bet next week, you can tell you – can, you can – See who won. And yep. W yep. Won. Yep. That's the best I got. Laid it down. Laid down that fire track. <laughs> we're moving on. Uh, we're gonna go speed round in this next one. Yeah, I agree with that. Nobody gives a shit because no one gives a shit to this game. Chiefs at Texans minus two over under forty three and a half. Uh, I'm gonna go and start this one off. The Chiefs won thirty to zero against the Texans in the playoffs last year. I don't think that the Texans are thirty two points better than they were last year, even though the quarterback is not named Hoyer. So give me the Chiefs plus two at the Texans. That's all I'm gonna say. Remove what you got. I am complete opposite. I think you look at Osweiler, Miller, Fuller, Miller, Hopkins. I think that's enough. They got some offensive power. Texans looking for redemption. I think they'll get it. I take the Texans. All right, Texans minus two. Mark Amons, what you got? 
I think Chiefs are steadily, uh, you know, consistently playoff contending franchise. I think you're giving them two points against an untested Texans team. I take the Chiefs with the points. What are you talking about? All right, give us a quick one. Uh, I don't think Jamal Charles plays again this week, and I think Houston uh, edges it out and covers the spread. Okay. All right, moving on to what was a surprising Eagle showing in week one and what was a disappointing showing by the Bears in week one. So we have the Eagles at Bears, Monday night football. Bears minus three, over under 43. Mark Amons, home cooking with the Eagles. What do you got? So I'm gonna get it out of the way. I'm taking I'm taking the Bears. <laughs> you told me you were buying Carson Wentz jersey. You literally told me you were buying Carson Wentz. Here's my reasoning on that. I, I'm gonna pick against the Eagles until they lose a game. So I'm gonna ride I'm gonna ride that. I'm gonna pick the Bears. And you hear it here first. If the Eagles start two and I'm buying that Carson Wentz jersey. It's coming in next week. Two-day delivery. I'm paying the premium, so I have it next Sunday for that big Steelers showdown. <laughs> the, the, the showdown of Pennsylvania. That's right. I'm all in on Carson Wentz, but I'm taking the Bears. Okay. Well, that's some home cooking. We'll take it. They're probably going to lose anyways. Uh, Hari Gopal, Eagles at Bears, Monday Night Football. What are you thinking? Uh, I got a text from my brother-in-law, who is a big Eagles fan, and it said, Keep Carson Wentz's name out your mouth. Uh, so, uh, for that reason, I'm going to keep his name out the mouth uh, and pick Chicago to cover uh, this week. I think Carson Wentz, now that there's 60 minutes of game tape, uh, will probably regress uh, back to the time he lost to uh, Montana or whatever. That's a weird story. The Montana Grizz? Yeah, I'm gonna. I I don't think Carson Wentz can keep it up. I don't. I think he's garbage. I still think he's garbage. He's done. Over oh. Chicago to cover. That's fair. Um, for me, I actually think people are overlooking what is the best bet in this game, which is the over under forty three. You got to take the over. I mean, the Eagles at the end of the day. Their defense is not that good. They went against the Browns. They were at home. Now they go to the Bears. I even did a little weather check. Shout out to Hari Gopal. It's oh, going to be 55 what? and clear in Chicago. Oh, it's not cold. It's actually gorgeous. I think Jay Cutler bounces back. The Eagles secondary. I don't, know, I don't know what that means. Did he, did, you, did he send you a link to the weather.com app? Uh, no, I actually yeah, looked I it up on myself by myself. Little, gotcha. little. Weather is the number one tool to predict passing yards. Yeah, it's, it's just, just a fact. It's just facts. It's just, as, regression. As, yeah. It's just regression. Gotcha. Dude. You'll learn that in a couple weeks from me, probably. You'll learn. Yeah, that. yeah. I'm, I'm behind you guys over there at Guzzi Weedy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not yours. Isn't a rigorous school, so it's not. It's it's a, probably a bit easier uh, to get by there. So not not too much of a problem. But you'll learn in cold weather. It's much more difficult uh, to handle things. We, you know, rigor isn't what gets us ranking, so that's, that's not what matters for us. Okay, to quote to quote a previous uh, speaker in this podcast, are y'all going to let me speak or shut the hell up? <laughs> sorry, sorry. The before the door. All right, okay, you're fine. I'm going to say the Eagles secondary is also the worst part of their defense. You're going against Alshon Jeffrey, who's literally eats small cornerbacks for lunch. Jay Culler has a big day. Carson Wentz is forced to put up points, which he proved he could in week one. Give me the over on 43 points. Ramu, I know you've been doing some Carson Wentz research. You sent me literally nothing like you said you would, but drop some knowledge on me. What are you thinking about this game? Yeah, guys, I watched that game. I, if you listen to the first one we did, I was ragging on this guy hard. 
uh, you know, I said, you know, maybe his backup should play for him. And, you know, maybe maybe I was wrong on wins, but <laughs> fuck no, man. That's lucky ass <laughs> son of a bitch. I'm doubling down on this T-string limp dick boner motherfucker, man. There's a, you know what? This guy is still a has-been, never was. He's not going to make it in this league. You know, I like, I, I agree, Harry. We don't agree very often, but he will regress back to what he was. And there's a, a few things in life that are true. Death, taxes, and the cut man delivering. Jake Cutler will come through. I heard he wears that extra big cup because he's dating that chick from uh, Laguna Beach, you know? Kirsten Caballero. Big I think cup. they're married. Big cup cutler. No, really... I think they have like several children uh, together. They may have a child. I think the yeah. line I think the line may have moved a little bit. So uh Eagle secondary, Leotis McKelvin got hurt, um, so he's gonna be gone. Huh. So I just don't think the secondary is gonna be able to keep up with uh, You're just copying what I said. All right, fair. Wow. No, no love for the Eagles. That's no right. love for the Eagles. Hey, there's no hate. You know, yeah, that's two weeks. I, I can't wait for you to. I can't wait for the Eagles to win. You to buy that Carson Wentz jersey and then for go zero and fourteen for the rest of the season. <laughs> Nothing will make me happy. I'm gonna wear it every Sunday, Harry. I'm gonna send you a photo every take Sunday. Take my fucking money. Uh, and you, if that happens, I will laugh so much. I want you to send me a picture every week. I will. Dumbass. That Carson Wentz jersey losing every week. That'll nothing will make me. Happy. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the most, uh, the next game that's going to be viewed by America. Per request from Hari Gopal, I cannot believe. God damn it, Hari! For this garbage game to be on the podcast, Jets at Bills plus one over under four and a half. I thought this was the game of the week. No, this is not the game of the week. Oh, we'll get to the game of the week. Hari, you requested it, so you get the shame of going first. New York, the Battle of Central New York. Uh, I the reason I the only reason I picked this game is I want to discuss only one bet in here. I don't give a shit who wins. I don't think you guys give a shit who wins. I want to the over under is the uh, the lowest line of the week, uh, which is forty and a half. Yes, uh, you're taking the under. I'm gonna take the under. <laughs> oh my god! How I don't see how Buffalo scores any points. Uh, Tyrod Taylor couldn't even get the ball to Sammy Watkins last week, and Sammy Watkins is now hurt this week. Uh, the Jets are just another mess. I, I just, I do you see either of these teams scoring twenty points? Is the is the big question out of this week? I, will someone break twenty? Some points? I will give you some credit in that it is a Thursday night game, and there are not a lot of points on Thursday night games. Fair. So you're taking the under forty and a half. Um, I actually say give me the Bills plus one at home. Uh, historically, zero and one teams. Going against each other, you always undervalue the underdog and the Bills and the underdog in this game. And if you go back, uh, quoting some shout out to the Ringer, quoting some stats from them, 73.5% of the time, the underdog on 0-1 teams in week two has covered the spread. Give me the Bills plus one. They're at home. Rex Ryan gets some vengeance. The Jets are overrated. I don't know how they figure out the offense, but it's going to be an ugly game. It's probably going to be like quoting Mark, like 11 to 9 or some obscure yeah. score like that. But whatever, the Bills figure it out. Give me them plus one. Ramu, what you thinking? Uh, I So I just picked up the, the Jets D instead of the Bills. Uh, and so I like some of their stat lines. They had seven sacks uh, against Dalton. It's the most sacks that he's gotten um, in his career. I think that there's a... a a lineman that could be emerging, that could be a, a dominant force in Leonard Williams. Um, so I, you know, I think that it, 
bodes well for the Jets. Um, kind of a heavy run offense um, right into the Jets' front seven. So uh, I'm taking the, the Jets minus one. All right, all right. Mark Amons, finish us off with this garbage game and get us on to more exciting things. What are you thinking on this? To be honest, my over-under for the year at total number of Bills and or Jets games viewed is at 0.5. I'm, take, <laughs> I'm taking the under. So given that, I'm I'm a, I'm a popcorn this to a living, breathing uh, Jets fan. And that's going to be guest podcaster Alec Manfrey. Alec, take it away. Yeah, 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 yeah. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Here's what I'm saying. Fitzmagic is, is coming podcast. out to play this week. When you started off with Fitzmagic, when you start a line about the Jets with Fitzmagic, you know you're dedicated. Okay, let us hear it. Let us hear it. Look, you got Rex Ryan talking and talking and talking. Now he's got his brother to talk and talk and talk. Would he get some other surgery for his belly because he couldn't keep it down? I don't know what's going on in Buffalo. Here's what I'm saying. Jets lost a nail-biter last week. Brandon Marshall is hungry. We got a new receiver. Quincy Enua, whatever that guy's name Inunua. is. Enunua. We got Eric Decker. We got Matt Forte. The defense wants nothing more than to shut Rex Ryan's team down. We are on for a blowout by the Jets. We got an offense that is hungry. Oh and a defense needs to shut things down. All right, all right, all right. Jets all day. Jets minus one. Woo! Woo! Got to cool off after that hot take. They have a new receiver. Rex Ryan got lap band surgery again, and they were very hungry, apparently. Both Brandon Marshall and the team. Uh, I guess whatever. They will probably still not score 20 points. That's that's out of the, uh, the mouth thanks, of a Jets fan. That's that tells you how, how smart their uh, their fans are. That sounds about right about a Jets fan. I agree. <laughs> All right, let's move on to to some exciting action that we may be. You know it's bad when you have to mute yourself on a podcast because you're laughing too hard. Okay, all right, fair enough. Let's move on to something that we all think we're probably better at betting, but we're actually probably going to be a lot worse. But uh, we'll see how it turns out. Let's do some college games. We got Florida State at Louisville, two perennial ACC powerhouses, two undefeated ACC teams, and two ranked teams playing at 11 o'clock a.m. Don't even get me started. Get your pepperoni pizza ready because it's going down at Papa John Stadium. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, Mark Amons, we got FSU at Louisville plus three. No over-under on this game. Tell us what you got. Listen, I mean, everybody with a podcast is talking about Trayvon Samuel, freshman quarterback, Louisville blowing it up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. going crazy this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't think we need to sing his praises anymore. I think this comes down to a noon game uh, for two teams with a lot of talent, but one team with a lot more experience in a big game. Um, I think I'm going to take the, the Seminoles uh, plus three. Minus, three, minus, three, minus three. Minus three, sorry. Um, I think Papa John's overdoes it a little bit on the toppings the night before. You know, it's going to be a little... It's going to be a little saucy in Papa John's Stadium. And Seminole's going to pull out the victory. Uh, they're going to win by about six points. All right. I like it. I like it. I like it. Ramuswam, what you thinking on this game? Because I know you did no research. I literally know nothing about these two teams. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with over under uh, 
Uh, I'm going to go with over-under. There's no over-under on this game. You're just picking the spread. You're just picking the spread. I'm going to go over-under six field goals made in this game, and I'm going to go over. Okay. Okay. No, let's okay. give him that. Let's give him that action. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll give him that Over-under six field goals, I'm and you can go over. Seven field goals in a game. That's fair. <laughs> What's right. to this Let's podcast? get to someone that's a little more knowledgeable about college football. Hari Gopal, tell us something. All right, so this is, uh, I think, a big game for Louisville. It is probably the – they Florida State goes up to Louisville every couple of years and either goes down big and somehow eats one out like they did last year or the two times before that where they went up there and got thrashed by Louisville. Um, I actually really like Louisville to win. Uh, here are some really great reasons why. One – uh, two times ago, when Florida State came up to Louisville, they came up on Halloween. And two times ago, so like 20, Friday, 2002? The, yeah, the Friday the 13th theme, they have a live DJ in the stadium. Two, Louisville fans uh, tailgate on boxcars, like outside the stadium. Three, they got the new red chrome helmets. For oh, the yeah, those are fire. Uh, those are fire. They're fire. I, I, I'm going to color rush jersey on these guys. I think Louisville wins. Uh, I think they win and cover the spread, or they win and would cover the spread if it was three points in their direction. I think they're going to win. All right. Take Louisville. We're in all weekend. Okay. I'm going to draw a little uh, a little analogy to a team that probably sits very, very close to our hearts. So Louisville is 2-0, undefeated, agreed. Um, they're, you know, going into a big matchup with another uh, ACC team. And they've played Syracuse and Charlotte the first two weeks. And similar to the Yellow Jackets last year, with a great mobile quarterback, being 2-0, having a big game in Game 3, and honestly not looking that good. If you watch the Syracuse game, Syracuse somehow stuck around, even though Louisville went up 28-0 in the first quarter. I think FSU straight romps these guys. They're a much better team. They figure out how to bottle up this 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 hyped up quarterback, and oh, 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 oh. All right, this is what the Braves do, right? This, this, is, this is, is an original Braves chant, I, right? I, it's uh, it's a lot better when the Braves do it. I give, give me FSU minus three. Uh, so now let's go into prime time. Prime mm. time college football. What I think is one of, if not the best matchup in an early week college football game that we've seen in probably the last couple of years. Ohio State going into Norman, Oklahoma. Oklahoma plus three coming off of that that week one loss, trying to get back into the playoff picture. I'm going to kick us off. Let me tell you some really great, great, great insight into this game. In week one, Oklahoma came to our uh, beloved city, Houston, and played the Cougars in NRG Stadium. Oh, the Cougars. As you know, we got to uh, interact with a lot of Oklahoma fans, one being uh, Mark's girlfriend's friend from back home. Yes, I know it's a bit of a connection, but she makes the boards for the Oklahoma football team, so she had some insight. So I got to talk to her a little bit, and uh, I also got to hit up uh, one of our good old friends, Redhead Shwakey. Uh, for the uh, insight on Ohio State. And here's what I've learned. Stay the fuck away from this game. Don't bet on it. Who knows what's going to happen? It could go both ways. Oklahoma could easily win at home. Ohio State could also just come in and romp them, tell them how, about, how good they are in the Big Ten, and the Big 12 is garbage, which we've seen with the TCU losing to Arkansas 
and Baylor keeping it close with like South Dakota State or whatever. Stay away. That's my that's my you know stay away game for this week. That's what I got to say. Anyone got any more in, anything more interesting? Hari Gopal. I have the same. I was talking to a bunch of Oklahoma fans at my school, uh, and they said, "Don't pick Oklahoma this week." Uh, so I'm not gonna pick Oklahoma. Uh, I would what, pick. What, is, what does that end? What is that? Is it N of one? How many Oklahoma fans are there down there? And N of two. There are two people. They both said, "Don't pick Oklahoma," and the Oklahoma ah. fans. They, if anything, they should be the most biased fan. And I know one Ohio State guy, and he said, "Definitely pick Ohio State." So I'll take Ohio State to cover, I guess. Okay. I, I, I'm with Samin. I don't know what to pick, so I'll just go with what people are saying. Uh, give me Ohio State to cover. All right. Mark Amons, what about you? What you got? You got some real real roots to the Oklahoma football program. Oh, yeah. I, I was in the building when the Cougs of the University of Houston ran them out of the state of Texas two weeks ago. So, I mean, <laughs> so I'll, I'll get this out there. I'm taking o- Ohio State. No questions asked. I'd, I'd take them even if they were given a couple more points. Um, I just want to put oh, things oh. in perspective for the Sooners right now. Okay. I mean, I'm looking at their schedule. They they could wake up in early October and be one and four. Woo! Realistically, what? that could happen. They're one and one right now. They're 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 one and one right now. If they are one and four, they're one and one. They're hosting Ohio State, and then they're at TCU, and they're in Dallas for the Red River rivalry. Ooh, hook 'em horns, baby! Against by then a probably top ten University of Texas team. This team is in deep trouble. They got beat the pants off of them by that Houston team in week one. Ohio State's a real big boy football team, and they're about to get embarrassed. And I'm, I'm going to say it right now, OU loses this weekend. The Big 12 is out of the running for the playoffs. And let me tell you who the next Big 12 team to make the playoffs is. Any guesses? None. It's the Houston Cougars. Oh, it's the Houston Cougars. The Houston Cougars. They get a bid to the Big 12 in October, and they make the playoff in November. You heard it here first. I like it. We should also look up some uh, Bob Stoops, uh, first coach fired for uh, for college. That'd be an interesting one. But I'm I'm just gonna I'm, yeah, I'm gonna do a little research. That'd be good, buddy. We'll bring that up next week. Ramu, what are you thinking about this game? Maybe you did a little more research than FSU at Louisville. Double. Uh yeah yeah. So I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna clue you guys in who I'm picking, uh, and we'll do a, a couple clue categories. So the first one, this place has uh, a 55 thousand mile shoreline. Okay. Texas. Pretty impressive. Okay. That's Ohio. Uh, this, That's place, Ohio. this place was uh, found near the equator and was hot and dry during the Triassic period. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you take a history class at MBA school? The most of, this place produces the most amount of uh, cow chips. Okay. Uh, which is made out of fertilizer. Okay. Uh, this place. Uh, you could just get to your pick by now. I think I think No, I want I want to hear I want to hear more trivia. Keep going. <laughs> okay, the last one. The page just loaded. Uh, this place invented <laughs> just... the voicemail in uh, 1982. Huh. Uh, Columbus, Columbus <gasps> Ohio. Who is it? It's Ohio. It's Ohio. Oh, <laughs> 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 I can't pick Ohio State. Right? They're in my division. They're big rivals. I can't pick them. Uh, they're in your conference, but yeah, uh, they're rivals. Okay. Fine. Also, to be fair, division. They're in the they're in the Big Ten East. Oh, okay, okay, fine. We're in the division. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, we got you. OU plus three. Now into uh, our favorite favorite part of the segment. Let's get into your obscure bet of the week. 
Hari Gopal, I know this is your favorite segment. So actually, I'm I'm gonna save you for last. I'm gonna save you for last. Don't even talk. Don't even talk. Don't even talk. I just want to give a little teaser. I'm gonna kick us off. I got a good one, and I want to actually get a little bit of y'all's input on this one. I got total roughing the passer penalties for the Broncos over under 0.5. I think the NFL owes them a couple from the last week when they literally beheaded Cam Newton. I think the Broncos also, with their mean pass rush and Von Miller, when they start blowing out this team, is just going to hit somebody to the head. And uh, I think they're due. Over under 0.5. Give me the over. Any thoughts? Any thoughts? Any takes? <laughs> no? Yeah. No support. Yeah, that makes, sure. It makes sense. That makes sense. I don't, I don't, sure. Yeah, I don't disagree. Okay. All right. Just checking. Mark Amons, obscure bet of the week. What you got? Okay, so so big week in college football. We got the two games we already picked. You got Michigan State, Notre Dame. You got Ole Miss, Alabama. Great lineup. But I'm going. I'm going to a matchup between an ACC opponent and a Group of Five school. That's right, y'all. Group of Five. We're going to Kid Brewer Stadium in Boone, North Carolina. <laughs> we going University of Miami at App State. And you know what? You know where the money. You know where all the smart money's at right now. Where is it at? You're App taking State. App State, getting four points. That's what? right. App State plus four. That's it. App State no, plus no four. Chance. Oh my god. That's right. No Listen, chance. this this is. A noon kickoff on the road for Miami. In what front, were they thinking scheduling? That? In front of 31,000 fans of App State just lit on moonshine. Lit on... <laughs> it's just, it's going to be rowdy. It's going to be wild. Mark Richt, he's, he goes to church a lot. He does not know what goes down in a place like Boone, North Carolina <laughs> at noon on a Saturday. Okay, okay. He's not going to have his troops ready. I'm taking App State. I'll take App State in the money line. I don't care. Give me, they're going to win the game. They're not going to beat Miami. There's no chance they beat Miami. They're going to beat Miami. Listen, uh, Mark Rick is going to go in there, and he's going to whip Appalachian State. And Appalachian State will do that thing where they don't play any big teams for like three years. Yeah, uh, he's yeah. They're like, they go off the radar after they beat Michigan. All right, we'll see. We'll see. I like that. I like that. Ramu, obscure bet of the week. I know you're probably looking it up now. What you got? I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with over fifty one. Fifty. And the the bet I'm going with is is listen to me listen to me characters that kneel during the national anthem. Oh. Fifty one. That's, That's a good bet. I take that money. I take that money. Last week was like six. Yeah, but it it was nine eleven. Nine eleven, dude. Like oh, and then you're saying, the whole there's a, no chance. No chance over 51. I also disagree with that one. Okay. I think the line is a little high, but it's an interesting bet to watch. Okay. If it was raised, if it was raised fists, I'd give you 51. Yeah. I think that's, that's, that's fair. very reasonable. That's fair. Okay. And, uh, and, and take us home. Hari Gopal, obscure bet of the week. What you got? I have an obscure bet of the week coming from the Counter-Strike Go League. Uh, I have a parlay to play this week. You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you can take a Counter-Strike Go flip side uh, to win their match this week. I saw them when they came to Atlanta for the TBS taping. Uh, and take Envious uh, to win the entire thing. Are um, you speaking English? Are, uh, 
Yeah. What Envious can you can you give us some context, team. please? Just a yeah, little bit. Okay. So Activision, so Counter Strike, Unisong. Counter Strike is a video is a video game where you shoot people in a thing. Three uh, there, are, there are two teams. Flip side, uh, who is like plus eleven hundred to win this tournament they're in. I saw them play here in Atlanta. They were quite good. Uh, and they have like the number one sniper in like the world plays on their team. Uh, and then the other one is Envious, who is trading at plus 450. Uh, if you parlay that 450 with the League of Legends championship <laughs> uh, and the SK Telecom team, uh, who is the second to favor, your $5 will win you $75 this week in the Counter-Strike League. Interesting. Uh, so I would parlay Envious from France with SK Telecom from Korea, okay. uh, and that will that's easy money. $75 okay. in your pocket uh, from $5. Interesting. Take it to the bank. Okay. Um, I kind of wish that I hadn't ended with you, and I probably just should have started with you, because literally the last two minutes of this podcast made no sense to anyone that's going to listen. No, that oh, made sense. sense. They're good. We're going to pick up a huge new user base listening to this podcast. People are going to love it. Okay. In fact, I think just be a gaming podcast. All right. Well, uh, in that case, count me out. But we got a lot, of look forward, lot to look forward to this week. Um, Mountaineers, I, watch out, y'all. Boone, North Carolina. Boone, North Carolina. The Denver Broncos penalties and uh, whatever Ramu said because no one really remembers. So oh, this 51. was fun. We'll uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll 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 check back next week and uh, and see how this did. And I'll uh, make sure to pick some more entertaining NFL games. But other than that, sign out. Thanks for joining, boys.